listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. As we roll into the 4th of July weekend, you know whose weekend this is? You know who owns this weekend? No. Mr. Lee Greenwood. Why? Owns the weekend because he wrote the song we all know, God Bless the USA, also Uh. known as... I'm proud, proud to, to be, be an American. American. Ugh, what a terrible song. It's a great song. No, it's not. It's a 4th of July song. I you don't know what? Care. And as we found out when we go out, everybody knows the song, but they don't really know who sang it. I don't know which one this is. You've got two pieces here, and, and, and I don't know which one it's. It should is. say, God bless who. who? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Do you know the song, I'm proud to be an American? Yes. Do you know who sings it? I think Toby Keith, is it? No. Do you know who sings that song? Country Western singer, I believe. I want to say it's uh, Johnny Lee, is it? Fourth of July is coming up. Do you know the song, I'm Proud to Be an American? Yeah, my uh, father-in-law served in the Army when I married my husband. We played that at our wedding as a tribute to everybody at the wedding. Who sings that song? Toby Keith. Do you know who sang that song? I don't. Yes, Garth Brooks. <laughs> Do you know who does that song? No. Lee Greenwood. Oh, she did. Say it again? Lee Greenwood. Yeah, you know, the interesting thing about One it is person. the amount of people that think Toby Keith sings that song. It makes sense. It's so disturbing that Lee Greenwood may call a couple of guys in uh, cheap suits and driving Lincoln Continentals <laughs> to pay him, to pay well, Toby Keith a, a visit. Lee Greenwood says, hey, Toby Keith, I was All-American before All-American was cool. Yeah, because he did beat him to it. Toby Keith came after Lee Greenwood. Yeah, but it just didn't. Yes. So nobody knows who sings it. It is Lee Greenwood, but everybody knows how to sing it. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me. And I proudly stand (laughs) up next to you (laughs) and defend her still today. There ain't ain't no no other... There ain't no place. Or there ain't no doubt. There ain't no doubt. I love this land. God bless the USA. <laughs> All right, you can stay in the country. Okay. All right. All right. Yes, that's awesome. So that will be the first of many times you'll hear that if you are out this weekend. If you go to a fireworks display, that's money in the bank. Bet on it. Yeah, this is, uh, for those people that don't know, there's something called a BMI royalty check uh, that artists get when their songs get played on the radio. This weekend, that song is going to be all over the radio. It's going to be all over television. My guess is it'll be part of the recorded fireworks displays in every major city in America. I will bet if you check and see who's really behind making New Year's Eve a secondary holiday that's big for fireworks... I'll bet Lee Greenwood's name is in there somewhere. <laughs> and coming you're, up, you're under the influence of Big Greenwood. <laughs> Let's talk about the weekend, shall we? All right, we got a long weekend coming at you. And as we do every Friday, it's Mark and Neanderthal's weekend movie pick. To me, this is the last great original western. You know what I mean? You've I'm got- trying to think. You've got Clint Eastwood's Unforgiven in there also, but I th- which I think came out later, but I could be wrong. Yeah, but I think Unforgiven is a continuation of a story, of a series. You know what I mean? I don't think Unforgiven is a unique standalone. I could be wrong. I think it is. Okay. But, but either way, this is really good. 1985, this was a time when uh, the Western was not a thing. 
Yeah, sort of, you know, all of a sudden they started to come back, and this one was a great one. Long movie, Silverado. Silverado, and let's have one of our sales managers, Bob, give us the plot. Rambling cowboy Emmett and his band of misfit cowboys ride into the troubled western town of Silverado to seek their fortunes. They soon discover the town is controlled by a greedy rancher and a corrupt sheriff, played by Brian Dennehy, who also played a corrupt sheriff in the first Rambo movie. But that's not important now. Can Emmett and his men bring peace and equality to Silverado? You'll have to watch to find out. Or you could check IMDb.com. Yeah, that's pretty much what you could do. The interesting thing about this movie is, you know, it's set in the Old West, and yet there are some very modern themes in there, like a little racism and sexism and yes. the idea of a woman owning a business and right. like all these sort of weird modern 1980s type things that were starting to make their way into the public lexicon, and yet they were all sort of thrown into this Western... It was good, though. Where people wouldn't really necessarily be thinking about such yes. things back then. But it was a modern Western, if yeah. you will. Um, has some of my favorite actors. In fact, Kevin Klein is in there, and this is a great scene where he walks into a saloon uh, along with Scott Glenn, another one of my favorite actors. Right. They walk in, and Kevin Klein immediately sees a guy playing cards, and he's like, that's the guy who stole my hat. You're wearing my hat. What else you got that's mine? Mister, I don't know what you're talking about. I hope your fingers aren't tickling my ivory-handled cold. <laughs> Stand up real slow and let me see. You might live through this night. Sure. You'll have to watch to find out if he did indeed live, live. through that night. Which is interesting because um, throughout the movie... Kevin Klein is painted as a pacifist and sort of a coward by Brian Dennehy. Right. When, in fact, he's clearly the most ruthless guy in the movie, just trying to make his way through life. And I always thought that Scott Glenn reminded me a little bit of David Carradine yes. as Kung oh, Fu. Yes. Very similar sort of look and very similar sort of discontented, always looked a little uncomfortable. Scott Glenn is a good guy in this one, whereas he was the bad guy in Urban Cowboy. Right. And then, of course, you've got uh, the great... Um, Joe Seneca, who went on to become Willie Brown in the movie Crossroads. All right. Yeah, he was, nice. who, who was great in that. And uh, Danny, um, Danny, Danny Glover, Glover is fantastic is, is in really it. good. I, Kevin Costner is in this. It's a role, yeah. and he's not as calm as he is in every other role. He's actually kind of a wild child in this one. Yeah. A hooting and hollering, but good-natured kind of guy. The interesting thing about it is, in the spirit of old classic westerns, it is an incredibly long movie, and yet you don't think of it no, as being good. as long as it is because it's really good. It captures your attention. There's like five different storylines going through it, and they all tie in together nicely. Yeah. John Cleese from Monty Python does a surprising sort of dramatic turn, although it's tinged with humor. Yes. And, and uh, Brian Dennehy's barrel chest is fantastic in the movie. <laughs> it He's is a, a barrel-chested man. And am I correct? Is this the one that Jeff Goldblum is in? I don't Jeff, think Goldblum yeah, Jeff Goldblum is, Goldblum is Goldblum in is, this he, also. He plays yes. a, a card cheat. Yes. It, it, yeah. It's the, tons of people in it. You'll enjoy Linda Hunt. Linda Hunt is there. Um, Roseanne Arquette. Oh, when she was in her prime. Yes. Yeah. No. This is a this is a, a fun western. Um, so that would be the Mark and Neanderthal pick for the weekend. Yeah. Silverado. If you know, look. If you got Monday off, or you're, it's a little too hot, or maybe we get a little bit of that rain. Sit down and 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 check off about three and a half hours of your day. Yeah. Is it uh, train to Busan good? It's at least damn close. I'll yeah. tell you that. <laughs> Hey, buddy.
everybody, it's Jesse. It's time for you guys to time out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. We've got Ross from Phoenix on the phone, and he is going to play to try and win a pair of tickets to see Rick Wakeman at the Celebrity Theater. We will give you a Spanish phrase, and then you have to translate it, but we give you three choices in English to do it from. Are you ready, Ross? Yes, I am. All right, here comes your Spanish phrase. No seas estúpido, el 4 de julio podría serte famoso. Did you hear that? Ooh, can I hear it again, please? Sure can. No seas estúpido, el 4 de julio podría serte famoso. All right, that does translate into one of the following. Is it A, dear math, please grow up and solve your own problems. I'm tired of solving them for you. <laughs> <laughs> B, I don't mean to brag, but I did a puzzle in one day, and the box said two to four years. <laughs> <laughs> or C, don't be stupid on the 4th of July. It might make you famous. Oh, let's, let's try C. All right, yeah. C it is. Nice job. Well played. Yeah. All right. El Cuatro Thank de you. Junio. Yep. Hang on. You are a winner. <laughs> Thank you very much. Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Hope you're looking forward to a great weekend as we head into it. All right. We say good morning to all, whether you are working in an office or standing in a tent in a parking lot selling fireworks. This is exactly where I was going to go with this. Point of procedural uh, uh, contention. So I walk into, as somebody who is embracing of firearms but rejects fireworks, I sort of find myself in a weird position. Um. Why, oh, why are fireworks legal in the Valley? And more importantly, why do they sell them inside a grocery store? And thirdly, why is there a sign on the fireworks display that says no smoking fireworks? <laughs> As if you could smoke inside of a supermarket <laughs> any other time. Right. I mean, there are layers We're- to this question, but that's the big one. I, I, I walked into a, an unnamed supermarket because they might be advertisers. Um, and Well, don't they usually have the, the fireworks aren't in the store? They're usually out in a tent in the parking lot. Not necessarily. Some supermarkets, which, by the way, when I think explosives, why not go to the grocery store? Um Some supermarkets have like, there'll be like a, a cardboard stand in the middle. Like right as you walk in the door, there's a big fireworks. Huh. It says fireworks display. But there was a big ass sign on it that said, no smoking, fireworks. <laughs> as if you as if you light up the minute you walk through there. Like, you know what I'm about to do? I need to get me a, a Benson and Hedges, throw yeah. that thing underneath yeah. my bottom lip, fire it up. Right. Like when's the last time you were in a supermarket and saw somebody walking down right. the, the ice cream aisle with a, a camel non-filtered or yeah. a Mar- Marlboro hanging yeah. from their lip? Well. When it was, it was like a Chesterfield because it's so long ago. I don't think <laughs> trying to pick a smoke that doesn't exist anymore. Do they? I, I, ha- I mean, I don't know I- if Chesterfield does or not. The idea that they had to put a no smoking sign up inside of a supermarket around the fireworks as like are there. I don't know which. I mean, obviously, this could speak to the neighborhood that I'm, I was in. But well, did it have a, a sign also that said "No lit hibachis"? Yeah, because that could be dangerous. Yeah, also, I was no. <laughs> No skateboarding. <laughs> there was no, okay, fireworks. No blow torches. Yes, because was, you always see people with blow torches. And, no, you can't smoke in a supermarket. Right. So why would you? You know what you should put right next to the fireworks display? The sterno. <laughs> was, yeah. Why not just take that that display and put it out next to the gas pump? Yeah. <laughs> so, see a lot of the uh, a lot of the st- like if you're in a parking lot where it's just 
the grocery store. Right, yeah. Then they'll have – I think they'll have the a tent. tent if, yeah. they, if they don't own the whole parking lot or or dominate the whole parking lot, then they might have it in the store. Just the idea that you could – that you would – I saw a no smoking sign inside <laughs> of us. I was like, just the – only because there are fireworks? Any other time, feel free to fire one up. I want to walk into – I want to walk into my local supermarket with like a, you know, a four-foot bong and just go – Yeah. And have them go, what do you mean no – there's no sign. Yeah. Don't say I can't. You don't have fireworks. Smoke. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. He's like, you're hovering <laughs> over the, the fireworks display. I'll have uh, 10 packages of Roman candles. Uh, oh, hey, you need a light? Here you go. <laughs> anyway. That's the thing. Uh, not too far away from the no smoking sign in the fireworks, an entire rack of Bic cigarette lighters. <laughs> <laughs> Must be careful. Yeah. So, uh, listen. By the way, do be careful and uh, and, and do me a favor. Seriously, I'm just a, a quiet little favor. To, if it's after 10 o'clock at night, stop with the fireworks. <laughs> like, we get it. From 7 to 10, 8 to 10, whatever you want to do. But after 10 o'clock, I know it's the 4th of July. We're already free. You don't have to announce it to the neighborhood. Well, I mean, don't let this thing. I have the Tet Offensive going off at 1.30 a.m. on July 5th. Look, my neighbors back and forth are shooting fireworks at each other. Listen, I feel your pain. It's it, when, you, when you own a dog, it changes your whole attitude towards fireworks. It Absolutely, really does. yeah. <laughs> So what we're going to do here is see exactly who knows what being American is all about. Okay, what are you talking about? We've got some questions right off the citizenship test. Oh, no kidding. Yes. All right, and who are we going to ask? We are going to ask producer Guido if he can come up with the answers to these questions. And then we will play back a Mark and Paul listener that we recorded. Oh. See who gets more correct. Okay. I am the most patriotic of yes. all of us. I have so. no doubt. If, if you I, say so. Yes. That, we, that we totally believe. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you're all American. It we checks can tell. out. It's verified. Yep. Well, I saw it on the internet, so it's got to be true. <laughs> right. You can actually fact check it. I uh, posted so, that myself. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, well. <laughs> we, we know the source. If you don't deserve it, who does? So we have five citizenship test questions. Get about five seconds to answer. We won't tell you, we won't tell you if you are right or wrong. You'll find out when we play back the listeners' you questions. Won't, you okay? won't need to. All right. Uh, you're going to ace this thing? All right. All right. All right. All right. All right Someone's then. a little cocky. I think Ar- arrogant American is what he is. <laughs> Guido, first question. What is the supreme law of the land? The golden rule. <laughs> the term for a United States House of Representatives, a person who was elected, how long is it? Uh, four years. Let's say the president and vice president become disabled at the same time. Who becomes president? The Speaker of the House. The idea of self-government is contained in the first three words of the Constitution. What are those words? We the people. Who leads the executive branch of the United States government? Vice President. Now, let's go <laughs> to a Mark and Neanderthal listener. Same questions. Question number one. What is the supreme law of the land? I, 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 thou shalt not kill. Here's your next question. <laughs> what is the term for someone elected to the United States House of Representatives? How long? Six years. 
The president and the vice president become disabled at the same time. Who becomes the president? Secretary of, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Speaker of the House. The idea of self-government is contained in the first three words of the Constitution. What are those words? We the people. Who leads the executive branch of the United States government? The president. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I short-shucked the, the, the second question. He yeah. was wrong on that one. He was actually uh, wrong on that. It's two years. It's two years, yeah. The House of Representatives. Yeah. Um, okay. The supreme law of the land is the Constitution. Constitution of the United States. Yeah. Term for a House of Representatives, two years. The Secretary of State does become the president if the vice president and president are disabled. We the people is correct. And it is the president who is the leader of the executive branch, which means Mark and Paul, random listener, three <laughs> questions correct. Producer Guido, two Questions Fake correct. news. Yeah, Fake well, news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mark and the Interpol are not responsible for yeah, yeah, the no. message. No. <laughs> there will be a, a vehicle showing up shortly. Yeah, it'll be a General yeah. Motors. It'll be a General Motors SUV yep. with blacked out windows yep. and stock hubcaps. Oh, four, hey. guy, four guys in suits will come out. They're wearing Ray-Bans and they have little earpieces yeah. in there. I know those guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're good friends. Yeah, yep. Guido will be <laughs> deported, spend the rest of his days in Albania. Yep. Well, the most patriotic guy on the staff <laughs> just got it handed to him by some random son of a bitch. <laughs> Why not give you a story that should allow you to tell it? It's time for the Mark and yeah. Andrew Paul Dumbass of the Day. Good idea. Our story today comes from Maine, and it's about a guy, so he'll be our main man. Right so Michael Duchesne is our guy. Ayah. And as we start our story, this past Sunday, Michael is sitting in the county jail. He had been picked up and arrested by sheriff's deputies. Problem was that Michael hadn't shown up for a previous court hearing on a theft charge, so he had an outstanding warrant. They spotted him. And they brought him in. So even though it was Sunday, the county bail commissioner was contacted. Yeah. After Michael told everybody that he had cash with him and was able to post bail if they, you know, if, if he could get bail set. Yeah. So bail was set at $200 and they arranged for Michael to pay it and leave. Michael, doing a little big time in here, he paid his bail with two crisp new $100 bills. Yeah. The only problem was they were they were really new. As in he had just printed them? <laughs> yes, oh, they were. No. <laughs> Counterfeit bills. Yeah. Well, they may work with some bartenders, uh, yeah. maybe with a clerk at the convenience yeah. store. Yeah, can't maybe buy even, that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe even at the grocery store. But uh, one place you don't want to try and pass fake money is within the county jail and court complex. Yeah. It's just a bad idea. They've seen that. Yep. Michael was rearrested, charged with counterfeiting. Oh, uh, boy. He was able to post bail with real U.S. currency a day or two later. <laughs> but we will definitely make Michael the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Yeah. Hi, this is Attorney General Mark Burnovich, or the Burno for you. And my goodness, wasn't that a wonderful story? All right, today's Dumbass of the Day was sponsored by Roadrunner Harley-Davidson, the newest Harley dealership in the Valley at 159th Ave and McDowell in Goodyear. (laughs) 
And heading into the 4th of July weekend, also known as Lee Greenwood's favorite <laughs> weekend of the year. It's his money-making it's, weekend. Yeah, it's like, you know, everybody, you know, you have, a, you have the guys that, they're the guys that have the tents with the firecrackers, you know, all the fireworks yeah. out there and throughout the parking lots all over the valley. Uh, and then in December, we've got the guys who set up the Christmas tree stands. This is Lee Greenwood. He doesn't even have to leave his house and the checks just keep rolling in. I was actually just fooling with the, and I'm proud to, it's, it's well, a song, yeah, proud yeah, right to here, be. Yeah, yeah. And I'm proud yeah, this to one. be an American. Where at least I know I'm free. That's Lee Greenwood. the song, yeah. Everybody knows the song. Nobody knows Lee Greenwood. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's like the unofficial anthem of the 4th of July is what that is. Yeah. But you have your guitar, do you? I was just fooling around with it because I was thinking that that song... You know, he definitely makes a ton on that. Anyway, I, I would assume I'm fascinated by that kind of stuff. I wonder how much he has made on that because it's an evergreen. Every year, it's in fashion again, right? Every 4th of July season, that's, you know, that's a song that everybody plays for fireworks displays and so forth. But I will tell you this. It is limited. So... There should be some way that you can expand that well, so could, that he only gets one, he could like he gets one week a year to get this done. On 50, like there are 51 other weeks that he could make money off that song. He could franchise the thing to other like, countries. Like, like McDonald's? Could, no, yeah, I guess he could be like, you know, I'm proud to be a Canadian. We're always saying we're sorry. Yeah, that kind of you know? works. I mean, yeah, I mean, you could do it. I'm Albanian. You could do it uh, Armenian. All right. They all, right, all fit me, in there. Well, I, I guess, yeah. Give me an Armenian one. Okay. And I'm proud to be an Armenian. I'm very hostile towards Turkey. Okay. You know, right, they, yeah. they don't have a good relationship, Armenia and Turkey. Right. So is, is it just international? You, you just thought for international oh, ones? Know. What do you have in mind? Uh, well, I, I was thinking maybe we could take it into educational. Okay. Like, and I can't spell totalitarian. No, that word is not for me. <laughs> right. See what I mean? That works, right? Okay. Right. Okay, how about this one? All right. And I'm proud to be a librarian. Please sit and read quietly. I like that. And I think that septuagenarian <laughs> is an age I'd like to see. And I'm proud to be a custodian. I have the building's master key. And I'll never be a vegetarian. <laughs> a tasty burger so yummy. And I'm proud to be a Kardashian because boob jobs aren't free. And I really hate the Kardashians. They're all over TV. I mean, we could do that. I mean, the Kardashians go on forever. Exactly. All right, well, there's an opportunity there. Let me work on one for Amphibian. All right. (laughs) That will work. One hundred point seven. You KSLX. broke the radio station. May as well uh, start talking. <laughs> Just adjusting my microphone. It's like I didn't realize it was seven hundred years old. <laughs> Freaky. All right. Can we uh, get Dan- a? Can we get an engineer in here with an oil can, please? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's, a, it's the. Uh, it's like the Tin Man tin over there. Tin Man. Yeah. All right. We're looking forward to the weekend. So, like we we were talking earlier about fireworks. It's fun, you know, when you're. You know, I haven't owned a dog for years, and then we got patched last year, and now with the dog, I don't like fireworks anymore. Yeah, you become one of those. Yeah, exactly. My buddy Mikey, who works in uh, in radio in Northern California, actually put up a thing that triggered a whole bunch of things on Facebook. He was like, look, um, if you have a dog and you hate fireworks, that's not my problem. It's your your job to train the dog to not be freaking out over fireworks. And I was like, huh. 
kind of has a point. Well, I mean, um, why should the rest of the why should the rest of the neighborhood yeah. have to acquiesce to you? To which I respond with, "We're already free. Why do you have to blow stuff up every July Fourth? <laughs> Just have a barbecue, drink a couple beers." Hang out. You know, I, I, I listen, I understand people lighting off fireworks, and I don't really have a problem with it. It's just like on New Year's Eve when it went to like 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, that's my problem is, you know, yeah. look, I get it. There's a window, and, my, you know, I understand that, and I'm going to give my dogs some uh, tryptophan-like uh, pills, you know, the little pellets that you give them. to. to that's to, my plan. Yeah, yeah, to try and knock them down yeah. for a little bit. Um, but, you know, man, at some point, we get it. You bought a gross of fireworks. <laughs> just light them off. Let them off. Don't do it. The last thing I want is the last call firework. It like I don't know if you're sending a message to the rest of the neighborhood. Bar closes in ten minutes. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's funny around here too because you can buy them, but some places you can't shoot them off. It's uh, and like when we were kids, like you grew up in Massachusetts. I grew up in New York. They're still illegal in Massachusetts. And and New York, I, think. I don't I don't know what the rules are in New York, but they were absolutely illegal. Yeah. In New York. But, but everybody had them. You could always find somebody. Like, we had a, a high school wrestler who would get them for us. Your dealer? Uh, yeah, we got Greco Roman candles from him. I, I don't see know what if you ever did. heard of those. That's but a stupid joke uh, right there. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> but, uh, no, we would get them from, you know, you knew somebody who had an older brother who knew somebody right. who was going down to North Carolina or Georgia where you could South get them. South of the border, South yeah. Carolina, man. You go down there. South Carolina. Yeah, when you're heading down to Florida, it was always spring break time. Like when somebody right. was going down for spring break, you'd be like, oh, you guys are driving down to uh, down to Daytona? Stop at South of the border, man. Grab like six grosses. I'm taking orders. I'm taking orders. Right. And they would do that. Or it was interesting because Massachusetts was bordered by New Hampshire, whose state motto is live free or die. So you can go up there and buy a nuclear weapon. You know what I mean? And just because you buy firecrackers. Yes, you, you could. could buy all kinds of stuff. You just jump right. the border, go to New Hampshire, and then import them illegally down in the Southie. It was just everybody had them, even though they were illegal. Where'd you get yours? Mexico. Perfect. Who got them for you? Me and my friends. When you were a kid, how old were you? <laughs> Teenager. And you'd go down to Mexico everybody by did. yourself? Well, yeah, everybody did. It was safe then. Was it really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, children in Mexico. That's a, yes. Was that ever safe? Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, children certainly, aren't, children aren't drinking safe. the water. Was it wasn't safe? So. Children aren't safe in Gilbert alone at night. I mean, come on. All right. Well, listen. Whatever you do, wherever you get them, just be careful. Don't hold them in your hand too long. Oh, you I've done that. that. Oh, you, you, yeah. you like you light when you go to throw it, and just as it left my hand, it went. It went off, and my fingertips like they they were like shivering for like six days. Yeah, was, you know. I mean, like I almost lost sensation in my hand. If you must. You don't want to do the Jason Pierre Paul. That's bad. If you must, be careful. Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neander Paul when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number. 
the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. 